0: Very good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the McAvoy's Super Value GA podcast on We Are Cavan. Uh, Delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, Sports Editor of the Anglo Celt, as we look ahead to this weekend's action. Last weekend, we previewed the Division 1 All-County Football League, the two games that will take place before Championship. Today, Paul, we're going to look at Division 2 and Division 3. It's it's amazing the, the different almost stories coming out from from clubs, but almost um, universal across all clubs is that, geez, we've got great numbers. It seems to be almost universal.
1: Yeah, great numbers, Damien, but uh, a lot of injuries. Almost every club I've been talking is picking up um, muscle injuries, hamstrings in particular, seems to be going left, right and centre on fellas. So the big numbers are going to be needed now coming into the Championship. And I think... I think uh, what we've seen in the sort of round of challenge games in the last couple of weeks is that a big squad is going to be crucial in senior to me junior because lads are going to get injuries. You know, you're used to yeah. used to play. You're playing a contact sport and you're playing it forty odd weeks of the year, and suddenly you don't play it for sixteen weeks. You know, they were, most fellas that that have been playing football all their lives would never have gone four four months without playing a match. Or very rare. very
0: rare. Yeah, very rare. You may have an early exit from a, a championship and, and a league not starting for a while, but still, it's it's, it's more rare than anything. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Well,
1: sorry, not four months.
0: It's it It's now seven, gone into seven months. Well, you're actually going far further than seven months because for some for some players, this will have been the first game in almost nine, ten months. Yeah, because so you, if, you, if if you were out of championship last year in early September. You had October, November, December of last year, plus the the seven and a, or six and a half months of this year. You're you're at nine and a half months. So for a lot of players, it's 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 nine ten months that uh, that this will be the first game in.
1: Yeah, so so injuries are going to come, like, and I have heard of teams picking up injuries in challenge games. So I suppose it's a good thing that they have the all of big numbers. You're hearing about a lot of clubs with forty plus players out training, and. Um, one club I was talking to they were saying there's lads who haven't played in years so they'll come back. I'm not just talking about you. Yeah, <laughs> but in fairness, you you were back before the lockdown.
0: I was, but, I was. I anticipated this would be a, a short enough season. I knew about COVID before everybody else, and said I'm going to give it all <laughs> when I when I decided not to take a club last year. You know, I, I, look, it. I'm 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 really a visionary.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but some some
1: people would say if you play with Drombly, you get a short season every year. But I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I, one, I
0: will one say one thing that we mentioned it during the lockdown on this podcast, and I can't take credit for for the idea on it. But Philip McArdle from Drombly highlighted to me that hamstrings are going to be a problem, and if, if when we get back to playing, and if players haven't done sprint sessions during this lockdown, there's going to be a huge amount of hamstring problems. And no, no sooner are we back, we're, we're back essentially maybe two weeks of lads doing full training or challenge games, and we're hearing a huge amount of problems with that. So yeah. it's, um, it's obvious that while lads may be keeping in shape, keeping in the right shape for the sports are playing is a whole different ballgame. A whole different ballgame. So I, I actually think now that coming into the league...
1: We might see teams not taking these two rounds of the league games that seriously because it's it's like uh, if you're absolutely starving and you you get a massive feed and you start wolfing in starters into you know, and it come comes to the main course you mightn't be that hungry they're they're after just overdosing with with challenge games and you know probably taking it super serious and training as much as they can and really absolutely gorging themselves on football in the last couple of weeks and now they've probably got injuries and stuff and I'd say that reality might be kicking in and saying hold on, we have a championship in two weeks at the end of the day, it's great to be playing ball but this is only league football and league is the same as it always was regardless of a return from lap there it's still only the league and championships where it's at so I, th- I think, would well, it be right in saying Dan, have you noticed that the teams mightn't be just going gung-ho for these league games as they might have been a couple of weeks ago?
0: Yeah, no, I, you're right. The, the landscape has changed because of of incidents that happened during those those challenge games, and I definitely think that while while there's some managers who may not have played a lot of challenge matches, there's some who have played played a lot and and, and in different situations. Each manager is going to have to make a call. So, like, I I, I know one manager, I know one club that have played no challenge matches. They had one organised for last weekend and it didn't go ahead um, for, for some reason. And basically, now they're going into those league games completely cold. So they'll go full belt at them. But the other side of it is, if you've played two or three challenge matches in the last couple of weeks and you've started to pick up knocks, you're going to be saying to the lads that have knocks or maybe that are sore muscles that could potentially turn into hamstring strains. You're going to say, "Look at rest. We don't need you. We'll we'll take it easy." these, we want you right for championships. So each each situation will be slightly different, but I think the latter will be the more uh, prevalent because I think a lot of clubs have played a lot of challenge matches.
1: Mm, I think so. So it's going to be interesting. I think we'll see a lot. Of, like obviously, there's rounds of reserve matches as well, um, but I think we'll see managers won't be afraid of the rest players. Like um, any guy that's got a bit of a niggle and Especially so if you've got five players who've got a niggle you're not gonna play them, but you might have another one or two and say, Oh, well, geez, we're not risking them. So you could see very weakened teams uh going out here in these in these league games because at the end of the day the championship is only two weeks away now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could you could do you could do. So the 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 summation of all of that is we really won't be able to read a huge amount into into the league um results. To give us an indicator for championship, you know, well, you may do when we get the anglo Celtic and it has the team named out on it and you go, oh, yeah, pretty much everybody there. But in some cases, you may be just looking at a team that you go, well, no, that's not going to be their championship team. So it'll be very different.
1: Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the Celt. I encourage people to pick up the paper next week because... Uh, well, obviously keep me in the job as well, but uh, we will have every match covered in the All-County League, so it'll be a feast of football, and people are going to be very curious about who played for who, who's showing up well, who, who got a goal here or there, more so than other league games, which are kind of just, you know, yeah r- routine. The, this, the,
0: there's a novelty factor around this as well. There is, and there's also, and a few people have been asking me this, so the All-County Football League starts this weekend on Sunday, all games at 230 some people are saying, oh God, why didn't they spread them out and we could watch a few games? From what I understand, that's the reason they didn't spread them out. Mm-hmm. So that don't, you're, you're still only allowed 200 people at 200. these games and that includes and that, the players and everybody.
1: Players, mentors, officials. Yeah. Um, you're, going to have, you're going to have a few people there from the club getting place ready. Very few spectators are going to be permitted. Now, re- realistically, there's going to be more than 200 at some of these games. Um, and I think that's... Look, if there's 250 at a game and they're socially distanced, I don't see a problem with that. But the rule does say 200, so it wouldn't be encouraging people to break the rule. But I think if we... Like, I've heard of, of crowds of over 200 at challenge games. Yeah. Uh, in in recent well.
0: weeks.
1: I heard of a challenge match in Donegal, um, which supposedly had 900 people at it. Yeah. I, 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 think,
0: I, I think that that 200 is actually going to cause a problem for clubs because... Well, you take it, a, a double fixture at the weekend, that's, that's 60 players minimum. Probably, you could, you could probably bring that up to 75 players, plus physios, managers, mentors, coaches. That, that brings it definitely over 90. And then your referee, your, your, your six officials with the referee, you know, you're at 100. Never mind your club officials that have prepared the ground and whatnot. Like it's 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 essentially a hundred spectators at most mm. at these games, and then what does a what does a club official do like when he has a hundred people in the gates? Just go okay, stop, no, you can't come in. There's an uproar yeah. then. Yeah, you
1: know, I, 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 I can't see that happening. And, it, and the other interesting factor is clubs get the gates from these games. So if if there's fifty people there and it's, and they're all going to pay in a tenner, does a club say sorry? We don't want five hundred quid. Yeah, uh, you you go back and watch from the car park. And do you count
0: kids? You know, <laughs> that's that, There's not a tenner for each kid that comes in. That's true. That's so, true. And, and they wanted the two hundred? Th- they are, yeah, they are. So it's I, I. think it's a difficult one.
1: The GA have sent out guidelines on it, and they've covered themselves because what they're saying is the onus is on the individual that you have to bring your own hand sanitizer. You to on no circumstances encroach onto the playing surface. Uh, if you're over 13 years of age, you're strongly encouraged to wear a face mask. So right. they said that, and the county board, I spoke to the PRO, Susan Brady, and she said, look, Damien Gallagher from Kiligary is the COVID officer with the county board. He's been in contact with every club's COVID officer uh, to make sure they're up to speed on the club's responsibilities and so on. But at the end of the day, it is it is going to come down to individual responsibility, a lot of it. There's really so much the clubs can do. And I don't. I, I think it's, I think it's a, a, a lot to ask of a club to start turning people away from the gate. and um, especially if you can if you can
0: maintain yeah, come, a social distance. Yeah, if you can just accommodate three hundred
1: people like Yeah. You know, and the extra hundred people could be worth potentially a thousand quid to the club and the gate as well. So yeah.
0: um Will you look at a ground like Coot Hill that has like benches, seated seated area there. Very very easily, you can maintain a social distance and have a big big crowd. Kings Court, something similar. You know, the the ones that have big stands. Uh, you know, should they be lumped in with 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 someone who has a small small stand and no space for spectators? I think it. it, it look, a common sense will have to prevail. You just hope that you don't see a situation, a picture uh, uh, arriving on social media of you know a, a club ground and twenty people huddled together. You know all on top of each other while the game is going on hopefully the individuals that are going will say to themselves right okay look I have to be responsible here in order for my own health first and foremost and and the people around me but secondly because we don't want this to be turned into a low. actually sorry all games are behind closed doors now because we can't trust people to do the right thing Mm,
1: yeah that's it hopefully hopefully there's a common sense and again like I don't want anyone to even listen to this and say we're, we're disregarding the, the advice. Like the rule is 200, but we're just saying that, that you know, there's, there's shades of grey there and it, like, it's like the face masks. It sounds great saying you must wear a face mask on, on uh, public transport, but, but whose job is it to implement that? Like a driver has enough to be doing, he's taking money, he's driving the bus. Um, th- does, he have to, does he have to tell people to get off his bus if they're not wearing a face mask? What happens if someone takes it off halfway down the road? Does he have to pull in his bus... You know there's lots of shades of gray there when it comes to actually implementing these rules. So
0: The unfortunate thing is, well in in the past the GEA have left those shades of gray and left the, the ramifications of of breaking rules to to the individuals themselves. That there's been no real punishment. So you know I, I don't think, I don't think that if, the, if, if a club lets in more than 200 that the GEA are going to turn around and go, well, there's your slap on the wrist. We've got evidence that you had in more than 200. Or who, who is it? Is, is it the government? Is it the, the guardee who are meant to police then that situation? It's something that yeah, like,
1: the, I, I don't the, know
0: enough about it, actually. On the GEA
1: rules, like, I, 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 I can't see how the GEA could impose a penalty on a club or a county board because I don't think there's a rule there. It's a guideline from... From, it's not even from ENFED, it's from the National Health Surveillance Committee or something like that. So it's it's. Uh, I I don't think I don't think there will be there will be sanctions. But look, look the main thing is let people watch the games if they can. Socially, this social distancing has to be to be adhered to, and hopefully everyone just stays safe and just follow the advice and take personal responsibility. Just wear a mask, bring hand sanitizer, and and if you're vulnerable or elderly, just just isolated, to stay away, you can still enjoy the, the game of football.
0: Exactly. Moving on to the game of football itself then, um, these are all double fixtures um, with the exception of a time when maybe a club hasn't got a second team So, but we're going to just obviously concentrate on the first team football but anyway, as, as we say, so it's Saturday, Sorry, Sunday at 2.30, uh, we start off with Division 2 Knock um, Bright against Arva uh, Rammer United second team against Lavi Ballermacue against Ballybora, Cornefein against Mullerhorn, Trumgoon against Larry United Shercock v Butler's Bridge and Coo v Den. what's the what's the fixtures that you're looking forward to there well I'm looking forward to Rammer and Lavi because mm-hmm. uh, I want to see
1: what, what what Lavi are made of this year for a start because I think they're a massive price a 28-1 for the championship I think that's a, that price is a bit insulting or pedigree in the last few years. Um I'd like to see what Lavia made of. I did hear Ray Cullivan had a bit of a niggle, so just another one of these lads. I think it I think it might have been his calf, which he's had problems with, but um a lot of lads are getting niggles. Uh, and I want to see what this this rammer second string are like. Like you'd be expecting to you know there's a lot of players off there on the 20 Division One team winning team last year coming up into that. You know, actually Connor Nulty, Shawnee and Sean McAvoy, um Liam Maguire and uh, Killian mm. Brady all those lads would probably backbone that that second team this year so I'd like to see what that that's going to be like and Collins and Dan is a game that's interesting to me as well Damien. I mean, even though they're in separate championships they're both you know on the shortlist to win their championships we be very well, interested to see how that goes
0: it'll show is there that big of a divide between you know top end of 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 intermediate and what you'd anticipate to be top end of 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 junior, it'll it will show that divide. But you'd imagine hollands will be looking at that one to say, right, we've we've got to get a win here just to to show our credentials as intermediate contenders. Yeah, that's it, that's it. And again, like we're talking
1: about hamstrings, like Evan Doughty's hamstring is going to be, and that's going to rest on that on that muscle because if if Evan Dowdy can stay fit and he has had hamstring problems, like he. The way he played for Collins last year, he was one of the standard players in any position in any championship. He was brilliant. Yeah. So if they can keep him fit, it's going to be crucial. But there's good forwards on show. That's a game that, that I would have liked to go to that game. Unfortunately, it's on all the games are at the same time, so we can only pick one. But there's there's lots of interesting games there. Like Mullahorn and fan that'll be there'll be no quarter asked given there. They would It'd be spicy. That will be spicy. Like those teams wouldn't meet that often.
0: No and, and now they met um in twenty eighteen. Uh, wasn't it twenty eight yeah, in twenty eighteen when Mullerhorn got promoted, Mullerhorn won it out in Corner in Fane, but it was no no walk in the park and, and then you have the added um added lift to that that a Mullerhorn man is managing Mullerhorn. So, you know of
1: Fane,
0: yeah. Or sorry, managing Korn of Fane, yeah, Paul Lynch. So it it's uh, and it's it's um the Mullerhorn manager's first chance to see his, his teams in a competitive game this year. So I think his first name is Paul is a prior um, from Leitrim. So there's a lot riding on that. Like there's a, that, that could be a very big game and it's by no means you go to, you go to corner fin and get a result. You have a day's work done, you know, by no means are going to have a walk in the park there. But again, like that, they need to show is there a difference between intermediate and senior. And they are the senior team in that fixture.
1: Yeah, well on the rankings that that I did anyway, for what they like there's a there is a gap between Mullerhorn and Corner Fane. I think I had Corner Fane maybe around tenth or eleventh in intermediate and Mullerhorn around tenth or eleventh in senior. Um so like there's a there's a full division between them there. But like you imagine there won't be a huge amount between them. I did hear Mullerhorn were were showing decent enough form in challenge games that their young fellas were playing very well But the gunner is back playing, so which um, Gunner? Philip is back. Philip is back. Any word on Paul? No, I haven't heard any word on him. And if I had, I couldn't say it anyway because he probably he probably uh, go <laughs> crazy Saudi. at me. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, have, I haven't I haven't heard anything on that. But I wouldn't be surprised because he's he's still in
0: still in good shape and I'd stand to him for handball as well if he goes back kicking football. Mm, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the, that that will be an interesting one for them because the the young talent still probably needs the guiding hand. You know, it's um it's it's something that that's the likes of Paul being around and, and showing them in, in game, that that'd be a big advantage. But there's not
1: there is lots of talent there. Like if you take it you well you know better than anyone Damien, but looking from the outside in, like you know you the likes of Ryan Riley there who probably probably hasn't been much hype about him, but like he's a very talented uh player. I was very impressed with him when he was playing with the Cavan Miners. Like, yeah, he'd be ready to, to come into that side now. Like, the funny thing is, we talked about him before. If Mullerhorn had got through that Ulster club, uh, final, he would have been eligible to play then in the All Ireland series because it was rolling into the next year and, and he'd have been under 18 that year. I think I'm right in saying that.
0: No, I, 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 I don't think so. So, even though the competition is finished the following year, it's technically that year's competition that. that the twenty eighteen competition ah, right. so okay you can't you couldn't bring bring him on up but ryan Ryan is definitely a player like last year when it came to the crunch against shercock in in, in the relegation playoff we've seen the best of ryan riley seen the potential that he, like he's he has potential to go on to be a county senior you know now it it'll take an awful lot of work. But it's something that he doesn't shy away from. I I I have rarely seen a young player as committed and as hard working as, as Ryan. Um and then you know all the names that are mentioned regularly, Cormac O'Reilly and Gavin DeGunner Gunner and and, and Leslie, but Sean Cadden is an exciting prospect for me. Been very unlucky, he done his cruciate in twenty eighteen. And uh and, and we didn't get him fully back in twenty nineteen. Um because of it, but he's, he's a talent, a real, real physically strong um, hard, hard man like he's, he's, he's one to watch now if there was a player, injury free that, that's worth watching when you see he it's Sean Cadden, so um, and, and they're both on their 20s or sorry, maybe Sean might be overage from the 20s, same age as Cormac O'Reilly and Gavin DeGunner anyway, so still very, very young yeah, I believe Ty, Ty McGarren
1: isn't available at the minute. So that, that that'll be a hole there to be filled at full back. But for Motherhorn look Motherhorn do look look uh they look like they might they might do something this year as in you know make better, progress. Better, yeah make progress better than we saw. The other games there they I don't know what games are standing there for you. Now, Brighton and Arva is an interesting one. I know Arva have a lot of injuries at the minute. Yeah. And they're down they're down lads, like the, you have the likes of Ferguson laid it away in, in uh Dubai, I think it is, and you've you've Johnny McCabe in Australia, like that's two big men around the middle. Um mm-hmm. they've got other they've several injuries Brian Brian Ellis hasn't come back yet from his cruise ship and and I think Conan Shorten is back fit okay and Kieran Dahala Brady is flying fit and he'd be an inspirational player for them. But I think they're 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 struggling a bit, so you could see them minding thats this again. I imagine coming up the championship because they want everyone. I can't remember who they have in the first round of the championship, but it's a, it's a tricky one.
0: Yeah, I can't think off the top of my head either. But the the interesting one there is is Knock Bride, for all of their talent, they've loads and loads of that. The question that has been hanging over them as a young team was their commitment and their commitment through um, through the lockdown. Will will come out during this, you know, this next four or five weeks. So it'll just be very interesting to see. I I'd expect, considering what Arva are missing, from what I'm hearing anyway, that that Bright should come through this game. It's 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 almost like the the rising youngsters against the previous rising youngsters. You know, Ar- Arva came from Division Four, as it was, right the way up to Division One and Senior Championship in in a few years. So. They're no longer a young team, Arva, but not bright can definitely be put into that category of a young team
1: ah yeah the bright are are extremely young like if you t- i think you have only got two or three lads um that are you know over the age of twenty six twenty seven on that not bright team and i think brendan brendan Carlin, his name is is, is back uh who was a good center forward for them a few years ago they they' have a good squad like they're you know their squad stacks up with most intermediate panels I'd say, but the hardest championship to win is probably your first one. Like so they're gonna it's gonna take everything to have to win the junior championship again again this year, like it did last year and it just came up short. But that's gonna be an interesting game. Two good two good exciting teams to watch. I love watching Arva and I love yeah. watching the pride right as well.
0: Another team you're excited about, Lara heading over to Drumgoon. You get nothing easy in Drumgoon, you know. they they call it the Galatasaray of 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 Canada, <laughs> and, and and it is. So that'll be a nice little test. But you, you have Lara have to be expecting if they're going to make inroads into the senior championship, they're going to win that game with, with, with four or five points to spare, aren't they? Jesus, I tell you,
1: you come out of Drumgoon with a four or five point win, you've done very well. Um, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree, but... I think I think if they could... Any kind of a win there would be okay. Like Even senior teams wouldn't be going down there hammering jong Um And like, jong in a one-off game are are serious danger. Like, they showed that last year when the, when the last year they beat Lara in the first round. And they were after winning the Division 3 league where you had Barry McHugh and Kilisandre up near the top of that division all year. And jong came and and won the semi-final and won the final. And I think it was Kilisandre that were untouchable in that division. So...
0: Like, oh yeah,
1: Trum-Goon, Trum-Goon on on, on the day, very good. But yeah, no, I agree Mina, with what
0: you're saying. Conor Mina absent is is you know that's that's a blow. That's a big blow to a team like Trumgoon Oh, it's huge. But I I don't know if Conor going to be back for the championship. I don't. Have you heard anything? Uh, no, I ha- I haven't heard. But from well, no, actually, I haven't heard anything. So I I I was almost just going on the assumption that him and him and McVie are both going to be missing for championship, but. Um, I had heard nothing definitive. But now Conor Minor comes back in there and, and all of a sudden it changes everything. And then is Keith Fannin working abroad at the minute or is he still home? Like if, if Keith Fannin is at home and has time to to maybe prepare his body um, better than normal, my God, what what a player he could be. Like he's already a brilliant, brilliant player and him travelling over and back to Scotland you know, imagine if he had had more time to prepare. So it's 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 by no means an easy task to go down and, and win. But just from uh, the, the reason I was saying, and don't don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't think nearly. I don't know what I expect from this game, but from what you were saying, that Lara, you know, could be a, a quarter finalist at senior championship. To Drumgoon, a, a quarter finalist at Intermediate. Yeah. And, and that was a good run for Drumgoon last year, you know, that probably exceeded expectations. So there should be a gulf between those two sides.
1: Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. I have to agree. Would that, would that
0: be a bit of a derby as well? Uh, there's a couple of jumps between there, isn't there?
1: your knowledge, it.
0: All right. Well, maybe Geographical
1: knowledge we bear to mind now
0: well between Knockbride, you you might cause Lara would border on both of them there between Drumgoon and, and uh and would border across the two of them i mean so okay. it, it, it wouldn't be a i don't think they'd be very close um it, it definitely wouldn't be a derby to them i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine okay um, yeah. Shercock butler's bridge up in up in shercock again this is one we'll all be interested in because it it almost has um, indicators for the county team, you know, there was talk that Killian Clark had been invited back into the county panel for the season ahead. Um, then you know, so so what sort of shape is he in? Is Quavin O'Reilly invited back in to the county panel? I haven't heard, but again, what sort of shape is he in? You know, so to do, do, do be interested, eyes on this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, there be that. There's lots of very good individuals on both teams. Like, and again, who who's fit and and. Who's who's showing up in, in top shape? Like right? it's going to be very interesting. It'll, it'll give us an indicator because they're Shercock. We, we kind of know all about Shercock and, and where they at. Like probably with their numbers, they're probably punching above their weight. Um, being in senior ranks, but they're deserving to be there. Fully deserving. They've earned their spot there in senior. But the bridge now, I think it's time the bridge kind of made a bit of a jump at intermediate because they were in a semi final. The first semi final in 40 odd years, but they've been a coming team as we said before for four or five years now. Yeah. so they they need to arrive. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you you were making that point off air about Butlersbridge, and and you know, it's it's been going back to 2016. Even when I was with Killing Care, you were hearing that you know well they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And four years later, and they still haven't arrived yet. So it, it it's it's vital for Butlersbridge to make progress. This year, in in that, you know, minimum a semi final of the intermediate, and 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 possibly even a final, they they have to really start to make progress before the the enthusiasm and the belief of a young crop of players starts to disappear. So yeah. it's, it, it, it's it's very important. But a few exciting young players coming through there, and Kevin McPhillips, and of course Cavin's younger brother Fintan, um so you know they 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 add a bit of strength to it as well, and they, I think they got to transfer in a guard um, from somewhere out west now. It'd be inter- I can't even think of the name, but he, he, he these transfers are almost typically that you go like, okay, let's go see him. Is he is he going to make yeah. it? Is he going to be an addition? Yeah. Now, he could turn out to be absolutely brilliant, or he could turn out to be a complete flop. You, you just won't know. But it's still people will turn their heads, particularly in that club in Butler's Bridge or in your own club that they'll go let's go and see him Jesus have we got something here you know yeah yeah completely yeah completely um, at the last game we, we didn't we didn't just cover but Ballamie against Bailey Borough, um, down in Ballamie This this is going to be very interesting as well Ballamie you know again I think people would be flocking almost like a new player what sort of shape is Liam Buchanan in we're hearing he's in great shape so how does he perform on the field then yeah,
1: looking forward to, to to getting a look at them in in championship. Um, there are two there are two teams of a similar sort of profile that they're they're toward like realistically they're towards the middle or bottom of of uh, intermediate intermediate ranks. Like they're probably if you had to separate into three groups, they're probably the leaders of the third group, I would say, or maybe to the bottom of the second group. And that's just an honest appraisal of where they're at. But the thing is no team would want to play either of them in the, inter- in the intermediate because they've both shown springton's of form here and there to suggest that they're, they're, there's a lot more in them than the, than they've shown. They just haven't got it together for a variety of reasons. Like the Bridge had that, or Biller had that mystifying collapse last year after putting together something like seven wins in, in the league uh, coming into the championship. And Bally McHugh were looking good after winning the, the junior championship. Went off the boil a bit, got a lot of injuries and this and that, but... I believe the five or six lads, new players into the team this year. And that was before lockdown. Um, so, with Liam Buchanan's a new man as well, over his, his leg break and, and got, got all that training on the, the county. And, you know, they should be significantly improved. Yeah. So, like, it's going to be... That's going to be an interesting one again. Like, anything could happen in that game. I wouldn't really have a draw there. Anything could happen because... Um, they're two teams that you just it's very hard to evaluate them either of those two teams could go on and make a semi-final or even a final if things went their way
0: yeah I, I, I completely agree with your assessment um, we'll take a quick commercial break um, and we'll be back with our division 3 preview Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties For over 50 years, a family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Okay, so welcome back, folks. Uh, moving on to the All County Football League Division Three, uh, the fixtures all two thirty on Sunday. We have Drumlane against Muncher Connacht, Manugent against Drumleee, Mahara McFinn's take on Kill Shamrocks, Templeport play Drung, Kildallan play Red Hills, and Killeshandra play Shannon Gales. Um, pick it around. I like to look of Drumlane
1: and Muncher Connacht, and again, it's because obviously they're in separate championships but I would rank them both as dark horses in their respective championships like Dermain Dermain if I got a good price on them I'd be backing them for the intermediate because I think they're a dark horse Monta the same both of them are young with, with a bit of experience there as well but young and lots of improvement in them and both sort of overachieved last year probably based on expectations yeah, so yeah. they're they're on the up they've got good forwards Um. I think I think that could be that could be an interesting one. Jim are gonna be favourites there at home and obviously playing the higher grade. And like it's so important for Jim just to keep those couple of really leading players fit, obviously like Ryan Conley and um Donald and and lads like that, especially Conley because he, he's 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 responsible for so many other scores. But um mm. Connacht have so many good youngsters coming up as well, under the radar, but they have lots of talent there coming up and showed last year like beating the eventual champions in the group stage killing care and then went on and beat menugian in a quarter final local derby um and just didn't didn't get going there was there was they had a very disjointed run up uh to the semi final like there was a a tragedy in the area and i think i think it just the lads were not really focused on football some of the younger fellas and that probably w- wouldn't have helped them coming into that semi final against killing care and Killing Care probably had a bit between their teeth as well. Uh, mm. So it just didn't go well from that there. But I, I think Muncha are probably close enough to as good as what's in the junior. drumlin close enough to as good as what's in the intermediate. So I think that's two good footballing teams.
0: Mm. have after coming back down from division two in the league, they'll be they'll be looking for the bounce straight back up, you know, although there is no promotion this year, it's a bit unfortunate for Drumlain because they probably would be favourites for promotion in that division. Um that they they'll be looking at it and saying, you know, we didn't with with the age profile of the team, we don't need two years in Division Three. It's it's one for them and for the for the club. I'd say that they they don't want the likes of your your younger players, James McCall and and Darren McGorn, and that to learn their trade in Division Three. They'd rather them learn it up higher so that they can progress a bit more. But um, it is it is what it is, and you are where you are. They've got to they've got to make sure that they get wins in these games. Just to, to maintain their own standards, so I'd I'd be expecting a Drumlane win in that one, particularly the fact that it's at home. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, other than a Drumlane win there, it is a disappointment to Drumlane. Um the, the fixture in this division that I'm looking forward to is Killeshandra and Shannon Gales. Shannon Gales last year made great progress under Tom Riley, making that junior final, and they won an awful lot of tight games, which which shows character. You know, last ten minutes was when Shannon Gales won most of their games, and then we're hearing great reports out of Kilishandra in the shape that they're in, mainly from you telling us how good Paddy King is looking. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it, like that. That's one I'm I'm really curious because like it's not it's not too far of a jump back that Kilishandra were a senior championship semi finalist, you know. And now you're, now you're looking at them in, in Division 3 of the league and, and unlucky not to maybe get the promotion last year, a wonderful late run by Drumgoon, pipping them at it. But it's, uh, I think that's going to be a very interesting game. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one.
1: The big challenge for Shannon Gales is to back up what they did last year, because we have seen Shannon Gales do this before. It's like they put in a massive effort to get everyone playing and then uh, get a good run, maybe just fall short. Like they've been in lots of junior finals, several junior finals. Tom Riley was involved for a lot of them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and just fall short, and then maybe things will go to hell again for a year or two. And you no, know, they need to back that up. I, I, th- I know Neville O'Donnell's away in Australia at the minute, so I don't know if he'd, be home, if he'd be home for championship. But he'd be a huge loss if he's not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 maybe four or five scores a game at least. You know mm-hmm. that that they have to replace now. They have a replacement. Just is he ready to step up yet? Is Quayvan McGovern? So that's that'll be a very interesting one to see. I'm looking forward to seeing him play senior football. Um, definitely talent is is um is no. It, there's no there's no shortage of talent with him. Just physically, can he can he get up to the pace of of adult football and the power that's involved? But it'll be interesting. Kildallan against Red Hills, like Red Hills. It, in fact, both sides they're, they're they're unknowns to me. In terms of is Torlach Mooney playing? Is is Rory Dunn playing? Is Paddy Lady playing? Is is you know Carmel Bride? Are 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 they all fit? And if they are, Red Hills shoot up into almost promotion favourites here. Um, but then if they're missing two or three of them, their their chances come way back down again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. with Red Hills, like they they need to have their best team out. If, they, if Red Hills can get their best fifteen on the field, which is not easily done, but if they if they can do that, they're going to be a match for any team in junior uh, on the day. But you know, the, the the panel wouldn't be the the deepest panel, and that's not going to bode well coming into this championship. Kildallan are actually in the same boat. Like Carl Sheridan has transferred to a club in loud uh, for the meantime. Uh, Aaron Dagnan I think, is away in Australia. Um, and Ryan O'Neill is back by looks things because he was at the launch. uh, yeah. uh he he was talking there. He he must be the Kadala captain. So that's a big boost, to him because he did his cruise ship last year. But yeah, there are two teams that that I don't think are going to win the junior championship. To be to be hundred percent honest, but there are two teams that could that could take scalps here and there. So it's an interesting one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Drong against Templeport, Um we're hearing great reports from Drong that they're they're getting big numbers out. Um, Templeport with a young team, good footballing team, plenty of firepower. They're adding to it with some youngsters coming through again now. So there's that that's one for like down in Templeport, big open field. You just wonder would that suit Drung? Yeah, yeah. That's
1: that'll be an interesting one. Again, like two teams that are looking to make a breakthrough in, in junior. Templeport slightly ahead of Drone based on on last year's championship, I would say. Like Templeport were, were impressive last year. Sort of came out of nowhere. Um yeah. were, were impressive last year. And those young forwards showed up well and started to get fellas back who they had like they had lost a lot of their, their junior championship winning team um from twenty fifteen. But they
0: started to get those lads back uh, last year and as the year went on they seemed to get stronger. Um and we had and it, seen Benjamin Kelly in a Calvin Jersey, you know, that that should boost boast his experience or help his experience. Yeah, he's right. And you have the likes of Liam Gallagher, like who is
1: when, it, when he's fit he's generally among the top scorers in the championship like he scores a lot of frees and a lot of points from play as well so like there's there's a lot to like about Tampa Port Drum as well um, have be, have they were unlucky I think to did they lose to Shannon Gales last year in the group or, or no sorry they possibly beat Shannon Gales last year in the group that fixture rings a bell in my head somewhere too but they, they they had some good results last year like and probably again are probably better than, than we've given them credit for so that's going to be an interesting one, but I don't think drum are going to win the championship. Hemphaport, maybe, but I could well be proven wrong.
0: Yeah, Mahara against Kill. Um, I, 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 I understand definitely with Kill that they've had good numbers so far. They're looking forward to this championship. They've played a couple of challenge matches. Um, Mahara I haven't heard much about, but this is one of those games that, that like Mahara would be aiming for. In in ordinary years, right? Look at step by step. We we've got to we've got to take it step by step. And kill would be a step ahead of them.
1: They would be, yeah. But it, like, based on the results we've seen in the last couple of years, kill are off the pace at junior championship level at the minute. Now I know they they were expecting to get four or five lads up from their minors this year, um, and they were waiting on the on that sort of infusion of of a bit of energy because uh, they needed it, but. So, you know, mahara like with all due respect, mahara's results have been so poor in the last few years that Kill are probably next to them on the ladder and Kill would still be hot favourites to win this match. Especially it used to in the last few years, Corda and, and Maha were the teams who, who had the worst results in the in division three and in the, in the junior championship generally. And now Corda have thrown a lot in with Swan and Bar. Kill seemed to be next in the rankings to, to mahara But I still expect Kill to win it because I mean you can't tip Mara to win any any game because they haven't won any game in so long.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very very true. Um, the final game then Mount Nugent against Drummalee. Um, it' bit of a side story. The Mount Nugent management were last year's Drumolly management, so there's a there, there's there's a little bit of a side story to that. Barry Crow back with Mount Nugent after taking a year to come to Drumolly, so. It'll, it'll be very, very interesting hearing great reports about where Mount Nugent have, have, have been to play the challenge match against Court Town in Mead and, and blew them out of the water. I know one of the, the Court Town players was telling me they were very, very impressed with them. So um, the, the Mount Nugent on their day have, have the potential to go out and, and win a lot of games, They're, but they can be hot and cold.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly. I I always I've seen them a few times in the last couple of years, and I'm always impressed with them. But I think I get a bit dazzled by teams with good forwards.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> I, do love, have I love that.
1: Yeah, they have great forwards. They're good to watch, like um, the likes of Hennessy, Caffrey, They're they're quality operators. You know, if they if they could get David Givney, and there was a a rumor, but I've heard that rumor before. But there yeah. was a rumor that Givney might be brought back in for the championship. Um, if that was the case, like that would propel them right up onto the short list to win the, the junior because they're not far off that anyway. Um, but yeah. as for Drumleee, like I, should they're I bringing back lads that are nearly forty, I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> those those injuries though are, are, are causing all sorts of problems. But yeah, as <laughs> as for Drumleee, the less said, the better because I'd be in trouble <laughs> if I said too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward
1: uh, to seeing seeing both teams because you' uh, be just good to see where they're at. They're two teams, and probably could like probably a team that has underachieved with their experience that they have. So it's gonna be. I'm looking forward to seeing you, you boys, and I'm looking forward to seeing my news as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I think I think it's fair to say we're all looking forward to see a return uh, to the football. That, that's all of the fixtures for this weekend. I'm just looking down through the list, and I I don't see Swan and Bar. They they have a bye, then obviously in 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 round one.
1: Yeah, I don't see them on the list. I'm presuming they have a buy. Yeah,
0: they must have a they must have a round two game. Uh, having that discussion, I'm. We'll preview the uh, the the. Well, we'll do our junior and intermediate 50-50 draw on the diehards, um, where you get to pick half of the intermediate and the juniors, and I get to pick the other half, and we'll uh, we'll go through it. But Swan and Bar for for junior when you add in the quarter boys, there's there's a there's definitely a an element of surprise that's available to them uh, this year. We'll, we'll go through that on the podcast later on. Um, thanks, Paul, for joining me. No problem, David. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Macavice Super GEA podcast. And don't forget to support our sponsors at every opportunity, local businesses who support local sport.